and welcome to Mystical Cynical. My name is Darren. And I'm Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Um, we weren't going to do the show, and then we were then we going to do the show, and then we weren't, and then we did it, and it's at a later time, and yep. you sent me a very impassioned plea <laughs> to do the show. So, here you go. <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> Oh my like, god! I got a lot to say to these fucking people. And they're gonna listen. Oh. God damn it! You're still taking what I say and making ravioli like Chef Boyardee out of it. I mean, you know, the language language is malleable and can be kneaded, like much like a, a dough that you would make a ravioli with. So I just read it a couple times, and I was like, "Really?" I still resist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still resist the urge. And I'm doing so much better at it than replying back snarkily. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you. Well, there was, was a, there was a parenthetical in there that I think kind of okay. denoted the... You want to read it? Shut the, like okay. the don't be an asshole. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we were going back and forth with like, uh, I, I was supposed to have an appointment today and it got canceled. And Jamie said, well, in lieu of that, I was going to do something and then just whatever. And we ultimately... You yes. had time free up and uh, again. And then I'm... And I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah. And at this point, I was very much resolved with the fact that we weren't going to do it. And I didn't like, not like I planned a bunch of shit, sure. but I just was in mentally. And, and I think that's, that's, that's kind of a perfect place to start is that the resistance comes in when you're, right. when you're expecting something. Yep. And then generally, my life is led is certainly nowadays where not a lot of things get in the way. And right. not that this got in the way, but that there aren't a lot of, like I've set it up so minimally that, that oftentimes there isn't something that would kind of throw off my schedule. Except, you know, this show is generally are... locked in to a thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm no, noticing... the thing that once was is now in the way. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But in, yeah. in, in, in past seasons of yeah. the show, yeah. I, I've had, I had opportunities like that where there was kind of a scheduling snafu and then yeah. I ultimately didn't, whatever. And so now it's season two and how I dealt with it was <laughs> shut my fucking mouth. And if I had something, had I had something to say that was contrary to like what you were hoping for, I, yeah. I like to think I would have given you as much grace as you gave me in this, this hugely eloquent uh, text that didn't. <laughs> need to be so but that's just the way you write text and it's funny because when i was writing it i was going i don't know if i've written him a text like this since the first text i wrote him. it's so it has like this one came with such a delicate delicateness that you as if you were disarming a bomb Uh like you were you know the movie hurt locker it's like a good like you were like in there like snipping the right wires and and doing it. So, uh, just trying to, uh, let's hear if every, let's, let's see if everybody hears that. Try and erase yourself from what Darren's just said as much as possible yeah. and try and have your own experience with this. I'm sure it won't be that hard. So, <laughs> well, so yeah. So the last text I sent you was like, sorry to flip flop on you, but, uh, my availability just opened back up if you want to get one in tomorrow. Mm. And then you said, I can't, which I, as soon as I read that and it was a short, it's a, the shortest sentence you can write. I can't period. Mm. So I'm already reading it with, there's a level of frustration that you're experiencing and it's not necessarily due to me. It's just like, uh, all right, well I'll read on. Okay. I can't before the time opened up again on your end, I considered recording a new meditation to offer on mystical cynical. I could either do that in the free time that opens up this week, or we can try to find another day as the week progresses. I also know we could easily not do any of this and take the week off. So I invite you. The, now, the invite you thing is where I'm like, come on. I feel like you can only talk like that in text. If you said to me in person, I invite you to, I'm like, you better be inviting me to a fucking party. Don't invite me to have an experience. A scenario. Yeah. So I invite you to take my attempt, parentheses, in this moment 
to accommodate a showing of my genuine interest to get a show in this week. Uh-huh. I have shit on my mind that is fresh that will only be corrupted with more time. So even the the I invite you to, to uh, take this time, and then in the in the parentheses in this moment. Yeah. So in as I'm reading that, I'm like, this guy is is dealing with someone who's borderline psychotic, and you have to be like, hey, listen. I know I'm asking you something, but in, in this moment, please just consider like the sincerity of this. So, oh no! So you know, you're, right, now you're this is gonna be fun. You saying that is obviously me holding a mirror to myself and being like, "All right, I know part of this is just the way Jamie eloquently expresses everything, uh, but it felt extra eloquent, like it, an, a needless yeah. amount of eloquence that that felt like you're doing this because you're afraid of me or something." <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna read it. Yeah, 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 and. And we'll hear how it sounds. Okay. How, how it really. And we'll sounds. have to take your word for it. Though. Okay. Yeah. Because no. I think I, what I'm saying is right, and I think what you're going to say is a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, lying is just not a thing that I'm doing these days because the truth is just so much more interesting and direct. So here's where it is. I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't. Yeah. Before the time opened up again on your end, I consider recording a new meditation on Mystical Cynical. I could either do that in the free time that opens up this week, or we can try and find another day as the week progresses. <laughs> I know we could easily not do any of this and take the week off, but I, I, I invite you to take my attempt in this moment to accommodate a showing of my genuine interest to get a show in this week. I have shit on my mind that's fresh that will only be corrupted more with time. Love you. Yeah, okay, so listen. <laughs> hearing you read that, it, it, like I said, the, the, some of the vernacular you used yeah. does not work if you and I were talking to each other. So uh-huh. when I hear you read that out, and this is just kind of a, you know, just more of an analysis of it, uh-huh. it sounds like uh, somebody wrote it in a script and you're delivering it in a way that if I heard, I was watching a show and that line came on, I'm like, nobody fucking talks like that. Oh, really? And even the way you're, you're reading it, obviously, yeah. you know, you're having to kind of put yourself back in that moment, but it sounds like, and this is no slight to the way you write. And I think it's, it, it says a lot about communication, which we talk about all the time in <laughs> that happens in person versus in writing. Yes. And when you're yeah. in writing, you can think more clearly and really edit and do all the things that get exactly what you want to say out. And so I guess if anything, it's just noticing the difference in communication and, and back ultimately to the, to the point we always make is just like, what a terrible way to communicate with each other. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It really, really is. No, it is. It is because it feels like it's taken me my whole life to write that <laughs> like it did the first time writing the one to you. And in your case, it felt like um, I was dismantling a bomb. Mm-hmm. And in my case, I was like, I want to cover all the, I want to point to where all the exits are in this building mm-hmm. and let you know with the floor plan in case there's an emergency. Yeah. I want you to have all the information yeah. while knowing that it's important to me. Right. Um, and so it was more of a like, hey, don't take my not being able to do this as um, just flippantly or just like, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, it's I can't, but I tried, and and it's because I enjoy talking to you, and I look forward to this every week, and because of some fresh shit that was on my mind. I didn't want you to take it as a over-explaining things, even though I was over-explaining things. Uh-uh. Yeah, you know, I, was, sure. I guess I was trying to say that it matters. Yeah, well, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> you're James, you're James explaining me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and you, as as you're saying all that, I'm, I'm recognizing the you know your your desire to to sh- to show you can't but you want to and so 
there's I'm recognizing that in that in these moments and just outside of this when somebody yeah. expresses like, hey, I'd really like to do this thing, um, but if it doesn't happen, don't worry about it. I've already stopped it. I'd really like to do this thing, and then I kick into codependency mode where I'm like, well, I didn't want to do it, but now this person <laughs> wants to do it, so yeah. now I feel obliged. And so it is right. definitely highlighting the taking somebody and distorting someone else's uh, words when they say I want to do this, but also I'd be okay if I didn't. Yeah. Like I, ha- I have a hard time trusting the, but I, but I'll be okay if you don't. Sure. I'm like, no, no, no. You just said you wanted to do this. How could you be okay <laughs> if you don't do this? Yeah. So, yeah. It's my yeah. own shit. Well, and that was also when I said the thing at the end of like, of course I know that we could not do this Yeah, because I was, that was the Darren in my mind. Right. That was going like, look, we don't have to do this. Like I'm, yeah. you know, and yeah. I was going like, I know that we don't have to do it, but like it actually, this one matters to me for these reasons. Right. And so take all of this explanature yeah. <laughs> as, as a uh, regard. Yeah. Well, and I, you I know, guess. and even all yeah. in all this, I'm recognizing that you are the only relationship I have outside of my relationship with my child in right. on a kind of an ongoing fashion. Wow. And so seeing that is all like, what if we, what if this wasn't about a podcast and what if this was about whatever things that yeah. couples go through and, and recognizing <laughs> like, Whoa, I am certainly like not prepared to, to navigate these kind of complexities of relationships. Couples. I mean, I am. And it's, it's, yeah, it's nice to have this kind of, you know, like a boot camp of like, yeah, you got, you're going to have to relate to somebody else someday yeah. and fuck, is it not hard and challenging and making sure, sure that you're heard and then that the other person is heard yeah the whole thing it's fucking exhausting oh yeah and it's we're up against i get the the way that i've been talking about in the last 24 hours is like it's like we're up against technology but not in the way that 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 statement would be normally um absorbed and understood in the way of like us fighting with our devices or spending too much time i mean the technology of our hardwired mind Mm -hmm. yeah we're in a constant relationship with that. Yep. And the hardwiring is, it wins most of the time. Yes. The, the victories that we feel are being able at some point in a day to be able to recognize the hardwiring at play and step outside of it, even if momentarily. That's yeah. a big victory. Yes, for sure. But the hardwiring wins for years mm-hmm. as being the primary because it's so... Hardwired. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, right. Hence the hard. Right? Yes. Yes. And so, so we can take it easy on on, on ourselves mm-hmm. when the technology of our minds weren't wins because it's just the more um, reliable mm-hmm. uh, avenue of the mind's efforts to travel. Yeah. You know that's just where it goes, and and so when we can have start to introduce a new reality, and I think that that's like certainly you know, you are relating more and more to Buddhism Mm -hmm. and Buddhism sort of is that dismantling of any solidity in life and seeing everything as assembly and therefore anything that's assembled has to be impermanent. Mm -hmm. So it's just looking at things from a new reality in that way and trying to introduce that more as the primary than the hardwiring, which takes a long time. And we're so hard on ourselves in the process mm-hmm. when the hardwiring wins, like it's a fault of our own. Yeah, right. You know? Right, as if we expect everyone else to have ascended and made it to out of the hardwiring. Yeah, it's just all of us failing at each other all the time. Yeah, I think that is, mm-hmm. I think you just touched into it. I think it is a presuming 
that everyone else is getting the thing and we're not. Well, I think that it'd be amazing if we could all have some kind of printout of what our traumas were and what like we could mm. all go in looking at like a Terminator scan of each other and be like, oh, okay, that person had an abusive uh, uh, older brother and then the blah, blah, blah. And you can take, there's no context for each other except for the fact that I think we can all look at each other and be like, we're all suffering in some way or yeah. at least, you know, struggling with not suffering and just the whole thing. Like it's really the empathy of like the fact that we're all humans. Well, people have that now and it's a face, it's a Facebook profile. Yeah. Right. And that's the closest thing, but you're saying if we were walking around with it sort of like posted above us Mm -hmm. so we could see it. And my, my, my thought is, is just like the initial empathy and connectivity that Facebook um, offered Mm -hmm. where it was, from a more pure hearted or, you know, the thing of connecting people, at least some of the people who were working for Zuckerberg at that yeah. time. So this scan above our head, mm-hmm. if we could have like a, a visual readout of all the traumas above somebody's head, so you can look at that. My thought is, is that it would be as effective as Facebook has been, which is at, at initially it would be interesting and captivating. We'd pay attention to somebody's story, maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. but pretty soon it's just a digital display above somebody's fucking head again. Yeah, and also, you know what I mean? and also, it would be uh, not necessarily always uh, read with empathy. It would be read with judgment. It wouldn't of, even be looked at anymore. Yeah. I guess what I'm wishing for, not a, a, a scan above someone's head, is wishing <laughs> that we could have we could approach everyone with more compassion and empathy, knowing yeah. knowing s- more than certainly that everyone's experienced some shit in their life. Yeah, that has led them to all their insecurities and and, and faults and all these things. And yeah, so, yeah, it's less about like I really wish that we had. A oh readout, no, but, sure, sure. But, yes, but even but that's you're a, right. I mean, it is. Why like, wouldn't that happen eventually? And I, yeah, for why sure. wouldn't the Facebook display be well, yes, put over our heads when we're walking around to meta. see if we're yeah right yeah. yes for oh, sure. Oh yeah, meta right. The irony of it all is that we only choose to share. Uh, what we want people to see. So, you know, yeah, unless you right. know, nobody would consent to be like, yeah, yeah, just put all my shit on blast. Yeah. Now, hold on, let me go through That's it true. and justify it and all that kind of God, stuff. God, we so. just dismantled an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I think the you know, we're the current state of things and I'm quoting because uh, I think that the current state of things aren't just the current state of things. Oh, beautiful. There's been the put current around the entire human history. I yeah. think people are kind of, you notice things when they peak, like this is, I'm speaking specifically about, uh, in regards to that, to that thing I put up on Instagram today. That was oh, yeah. a fucking joke. Yeah, and anyone that it missed was. it as a joke is unfortunate. It said, if you, are you feeling sad? Then try and buy, like buy something like mm-hmm. that'll make you happy. Of course. Oh, <laughs> hey, try to buy something. How do you not fucking find like right. whatever? Okay. But so then somebody wrote to me and said, uh, uh, you know, given the state of the current state of the world, the shootings, the whatever, the wars, the pandemic, all the shit. Yeah. How could you be so tone deaf as to post this? I'm like, right. there have been wars, there have been pandemics, there have been shootings all the time, forever. Yeah. Not yeah. this is not a new thing we're just suddenly experiencing. Yeah, it's gonna and it's probably going to be the thing. And so it's yeah. a it's more of a general state of of disease that we experience. It's mm-hmm. not this ain't some new shit that no. like I need to suddenly watch my mouth because we're living in sensitive times. Right. Right. Yeah. Well and this is the thing that we started on, which is the you putting out text. Yeah. And yeah. it being read wrong. Yes, for sure. It being thrust all of whatever someone's in. That moment that they're in is like, I can't take it anymore. Yes. And you had and nothing to do with it. Right. Poking them a little bit. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I, I Reflector shit. Yeah. I, I, totally. <laughs> I witnessed it yesterday. There's, I'm going to try and give this. 
description. Um, busy street uh, in the city. Um, cars are at a standstill. Um, I'm at the, you know, those, uh, sometimes they will be like, keep this space clear. Mm-hmm. Um, if your car is idle, you know, don't yep. park in the middle of this for one reason or another. So I'm at the line where that ends, I guess. And, and then there's a space in front of me and then, uh, and then cars backed up and there's enough space. If I drove through, through the thing that says don't park here in the next thing that they, they weren't bumper to mm-hmm. the paint or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I just thought, Oh, well I'll just advance my car. And I did. And the person behind me was, I was looking at them in the rear view and they're just going like thumb <laughs> thumbs up, up yeah. and like big, you know, sarcastic, sarcastic thumbs up like, Oh yes, go ahead and do that. And it was like, I reached this person at their, they're white knuckling this thing that a lot of people are these days. Yeah. And, and my experience has only been with liberal people. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that these are, this is what I've experienced in like-minded situations that I travel in. Yeah. All right. Where people are at this point where we've been through so much that we're wanting basic human decency from each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been struck with, God, yeah, basic human decency. That's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And that it's not what's practiced when you move through your day. This notion of that existing gets further and further away from us, mm-hmm. and we start getting angry about it. Yes. And we get angry at others, like, why can't you just be decent? And so when someone does something like what I did, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, there you go. Just taking more. Everybody's been taken and taken and I'm fucking done with the taken. And, and the thumbs up thing is like, I'm, I'm sarcastically expressing my anger and I'm like, I don't even know you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the reality. I don't even know you. You have a whole story, but I can see that none of this has anything to do with me. Right. And so immediately I just can laugh. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not laughing at the person's thing, but I'm laughing at the nature and yes. that I see this yes. thing. Yeah, I like that. And then they drove by me and did the thumbs up out the window, <laughs> which is basically a pussy middle finger. It totally. Yes. Yes. It's just and, it's and the that's, liberal middle finger. It is. It's the liberal middle finger. Exactly. <laughs> and it's because I wouldn't dare. What are you talking about? I just gave you the thumbs up. So yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justify yeah, yes. Yes, it. If you, you were know? to pull over and try right. and beat their ass. What? Yeah. I didn't do a middle yeah. finger. That's not of my nature. Yeah, yeah you did. Yes, totally. The, the fucking thumbs up. Yeah. Sarcastically. No, that's is that? super well put. Yeah. And yeah. so th- there's this thing going on where there's this absence of that and we're white knuckling our own decency. Yeah. And you can see it even in the people who, you know, are exposed to ideas of mindfulness or whatever is primary in the culture. You know, you're not hearing a whole lot of mindfulness coming out of the Republican side. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing that so much. Yep. I'm not hearing that as a thing that we all need to strive towards. So you, you see it in the blue state activities mm-hmm. right i love how political this is <laughs> well and just that's the thing and so they have their i guess they have their own thing you know but yep. i'm just not hearing a lot of buddhism in conservatism mm-hmm. being buddhist is not conservative yeah, there is yeah. No, i mean it's you funny to store even things just, up even using the word buddhism and conservatism in the same <laughs> sentence i'm like wait a second those are just not they don't even seem to operate yeah. on the same thing and i and yeah. yeah and we won't go too much more political but right I, you know i i very broadly associate 
issues that are that are of the time or very earthly and and very just like re, like real it's quote self. unquote yeah exactly right right it's and, self and protection of self yes. and self and family yes yes and it's that and it's like that's what conservatism is right in some level and so it's like us and them it's yeah. basically us and them yeah. type situation is what conservatism is and liberalism is now also the same thing right it's now us or them yeah, for it's sure. The same kind of thing, but in the were the right ones. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and we've gone so far with that that there are people who have no business policing issues, mm-hmm. policing them in the same way that conservatives have policed for women's rights. They policed mm-hmm. women's rights for years. We're doing that same thing now. Yeah, on our side or whatever. Right, it is, right, you right, know? right. Yeah, not and my so, side. <laughs> Trump twenty twenty four, baby. But this is the whole thing. Is like you know. This white knuckling basic decency thing is what most of us are in, and we are letting ourselves down because we're presupposing that someone can get from the deficit that they've been in all of a sudden because we've all had this time of introspection. Mm-hmm. We're casting our projections on everybody should get this, right? right. We just live through the thing. And right, so when right. people are still behaving as assholes, we write them off. And we put them in another camp. Yeah. And it's getting further and further away. I'm from kind of the enjoying truth. the camp that I'm in with the other <laughs> assholes. And that brings me to uh, to Ricky Gervais's new special. Oh, just God. like yeah, right. so right. poignant and so uh, admirable yeah. in the sense that he gets away with saying the things he wants because he is right. using them in a way that I think is. Uh, intelligent beyond the comprehension of these white knucklers that you're talking yeah. about of like how dare you make light of anything yeah of anything right and so yeah there's just been that that kind of surge for me and i watched it for a second time last night oh just, nice. just this, like boldness this empoweredness this just irreverence to the fact that no, nothing is sacred like yeah. just fucking come on man let's Dude. just tear shit apart and and have fun here. Yeah, yeah you gotta yeah, yeah. you really gotta and i man. and i and then I, as soon as i say that i hear some voice that hasn't really existed to any degree but this like oh easy for you to say straight white male don't have any problems That's the comment section yeah yeah, you now have sure. a comment section in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I go, wait, well, do I just, yeah, laugh about And I, yeah, and I do. And I, you know, I just yeah. retort in a way that's just like, this shit, it does not matter in the scope of everything, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally well, and, and I'm making a point, I say man, you know, matter, man. <laughs> that's been my thing later, man. man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, what did I want to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, that's, your sitcom, more- <laughs> that's your sitcom tagline. Oh, what whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, Jamie. <laughs> uh, I've been feeling this uh, emphasis, as I said in the last podcast, of like an irreverence, I guess. I have an irreverence for illusion. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm ready to take more risks is that why you've dyed your beard purple (laughs) (laughs) just wondering i didn't want to bring it up but (laughs) holy shit if that was the first choice Uh, yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) but there's a punk rock there's like a punk rock hip-hop spirit that is sort of like making me want to take risks that are calculated 
Yeah, and I, I don't think even I think that. the I think risk is probably there's probably a, a more nuanced word in another language that would like describe it more perfectly because <laughs> yeah. I think risk denotes danger, risk uh, denotes irresponsibility. You and I have a microphone in our hand. How much more dangerous does it need to get? <laughs> Honestly, I have a gun in days. my other hand. Right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes, this, I know. I consider this is a every, risk every, every time, time we do it. I know. I consider, but you know, the the consideration comes in because there's been such a uh, an environment of of watch your fucking mouth or you're going to be yeah. whatevered you know and 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 obviously the word canceled is the thing that came into our vernacular as like this all all power shut you down yeah. and i think that people <laughs> have managed to persist past their cancellation yeah. they find who does still resonate with them who does understand the language that they're speaking who chooses to believe what they say and there are areas of the world that that can happen. You know, there is no, I think this idea that we can broadly cancel somebody, you go, but, but I still like him. Yeah. Do I have to agree that he's canceled? Maybe I that still Seinf- enjoy him. Maybe that Seinfeld thing, you know, where, where, um, I guess like, I said him. Cause I don't think there's been, has there been any female cancellations? <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, what's her name? The oh, Roseanne uh, Kathy, Barr. Uh, Kathy Griffin, Kathy Griffin, though she's back. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess there have been a few. <laughs> and okay. by she's back, I mean she's back. I think baby, she has yeah. a show and she's on Kimmel. I, <laughs> okay, I, she was on Kimmel recently, but maybe like that Seinfeld episode where George wants to break up with his girlfriend, uh-huh. and she's like, "Yeah, no, we're yeah. not doing that." <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yes, that's beautiful. And that is that that is that punk rock nature of, or even that, even beyond that. I, I love that, and I think it's so apt. But even no, we're not breaking up. Like, I'm, I'm not getting canceled. The, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, or just not like not even having to say that. Like, not. I mean, I guess you can't ignore an attempted cancellation, but yeah. in regards to like to and again, I'm just thinking in my own experience. Somebody recently like tried to call me out for something on the uh-huh. thing, and I of course am tempted and I noticed again a few years ago I would have immediately responded. Oh yeah, with fire and fury, <laughs> and not giving it any thought of of trying to empathize or trying to see it or whatever, just seeing it more broadly. And I just fucking left it, and it, yeah. it came into my head every every like for the rest of the day, every now and then, and then I just kind of brush it out. But this idea that like we don't have to respond to the to the opposition. Yeah. They don't you don't yeah. have to give them a seat at the table. Oh, yeah. Like it, just Stand because still, someone they can't is, chase you. Some, yeah, just because someone is saying something about you or to you, you're not obliged to to engage. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's am- all again, it's, it's also fucking so contemporary because it's all nobody has ever in 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 the worst thing I've ever done come up to my face and said I, I find you displeasing or I find you an egotistical right, asshole. Right. It's all in this fucking fake it's world. It's the same thing that people feel they can get away with in their cars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, as soon as you said that, the guy in the car, I go, I mean, the car is the phone of the, yeah. of the world. Like, yeah, I mean, you're so safe and protected in there yeah. and you're boom, just moving past That's the person. And, oh, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you and, say your little comment and you just fucking bounce. And you know what? Um, I think, you know, whenever, whenever I used to see tinted windows when I was a kid, yep. I always used to think like there was somebody important in there uh-huh. and now it's either there's somebody important in there or there's somebody really insecure in there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because I think about this, that thing that we're talking about right now uh-huh. is like, if I block out my windows, I especially can drive however the fuck I want. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. You can't see me. Yeah. But you think and, that 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 goes to in, insecurity? Because I see that as like a, like I feel like we should all be able to see whoever's driving vehicles. Uh-huh. I think just as a general 
a sense of like safety and yeah. being as transparent with like moving these weapons that are uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> traveling at high speeds. Yeah. We should all be able to see each other, especially just for the basic accountability of it. Now yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to lose sleep over this yeah. and and I'm not no, definitely we're not going to legislation and we're banning tents. <laughs> I know I was going to pay off some lobbyists <laughs> to make this shit happen. Big tent, you don't want to fuck with big tent. <laughs> there you don't want to fuck with big tent. <laughs> Big tent's, a, big tent's a dope name for like a fucking rapper. Or something. Big tent, yeah. damn. Tiger uh, came up with this this uh, hip hop name. He were com- he's like, Let, what would be your hip hop name if it was yours? You know, I forget what mine was, but uh, Tiger came up. He said, "Big puss, big puss." <laughs> yeah, just like one of those Eminem things of just like, what do you, what what can you say now? Oh, totally. Me? I was just about to say it's the most disarming thing to be like, yeah, sorry, I took all your ammunition away there. Yeah, that's great. At the start, yeah, yes, yes. But Kanye's like his his uh, his biggest influence at the moment creatively. Yeah, He's just so immersed in Real his catalog, Tigers. Yeah, okay, got my it. sons. Yeah. yeah, he's he's uh, he's really deep in just like really seeing the artist and trying to understand the artist. Yeah, well, that's the perennial debate of the art and the man yeah. situation, right? Um, yeah, how's that working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I I lean into being being the artist and the Fuck man yeah. like there is I not a lot are. of there's not a lot of division there. i don't think there's any <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i yeah. think that we both do that and i think that there's been uh i don't i mean obviously art found its way into my life for a reason in order to express my feelings express what i think and what i feel um and i think that that's probably back to the white knuckling thing is that everybody doesn't have that outlet so you get mad and you give somebody a sarcastic thumbs up where someone might go home and fucking write up. Oh, this is a perfect fucking example. Mm-hmm. When when Dilla uh, in his early days got Jay pulled Dilla over. Jay Dilla is this hip icon in hip hop and independent hip hop. And just if you have to look him up, Jay Dilla. And that's who we're talking about here. And I, I normally don't do disclaimers, but I really want people to get introduced. Right, to him. I know, and I guess I'm yeah, yeah. speaking about it more so, flippantly. But. So, but and he died young, and he died from like this rare condition, and and it was heartbreaking. He made this record on his deathbed, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's like his last offering, which is an incredible record called Donuts. Look that one up. Back to your story, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so Dilla, what now? Um, Dilla, what now? Um, <laughs> He, he, yeah, he, so he was, you know, he was, I think he was starting to make a little bit of hip hop money and, and bought his first car and he was really proud of it. And mm-hmm. I think shortly after that, he got pulled over for some bullshit that didn't probably need, warrant him getting pulled over. Mm. And he came home and he talked to his mom and his mom was like a huge presence in his life. That's Ma Dukes. Uh, and uh, and yeah. she, uh, she said, you know, use this, like use this. Yeah. And he put out a song shortly after called Fuck the Police. And it is goddamn good and grimy and a very just bare bones basic proclamation of fuck the police but it's you know it's art it's it's now now i can listen to it whenever when i'm feeling like fuck the police or not and so just that idea of 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 the expression through that form i I guess maybe i encourage people as i kind of always do is encourage you to find your expression because here's the difference gotta fucking get that shit out and here's the difference between you and like the beatles okay all right i'm interested (laughs) yeah i don't think there's very many to be honest with you uh the difference is is that the Beatles put out final product. Uh-huh. You know, they put out um you put out the process. Work in progress. Yeah. You yeah, put, the process, put out yeah. all the the nuances of the journey along. You're not putting out records where it's like you're in between. Right. Yeah. You, you're you're letting people into the 
the the frailty of the ego yeah you know and uh the regular problems that yeah. still come up and then the new problems of now having wealth and going like how the fuck what do i am i i'm still the guy who didn't have money though yeah. and now i have money yeah. it's like re- letting it's, people in it's all real that. time yeah that's absolutely right and i think it just in in context or in contrast to music and 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 i think visual art well, maybe not i guess i'm so con- i'm such a contemporary example of what it is to be an artist this day and age where you can share something every single day you have that platform where any time before this you had to do a gallery show and you can build a body of work not and, everybody's doing it no though. Absolutely. And, 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 and to put a feather in your cap where it's due, <laughs> you have not used it as a weapon. And you are letting people into um, the shit that doesn't work in your life. Mm-hmm. And most people are concerned as influencers or aspiring influencers on Instagram or whatever are thinking that the road to get there is not showing blemish. Right. Right. You know, and even when they do, it's contrived. It's so contrived. Yeah. It's a, like, oh, vulnerability is the thing. Well, like, yeah, right. right, and, right. It, and it's more like victimhood, promoting right. victimhood and just like, and then this happened and then this, without any solution. Sure. You know, and there's just, it's always a, it's a, the ego hides in, in all these different forms. And even when sometimes we think we're doing something virtuous, mm-hmm. there's ulterior motives. Right. It's so difficult and never been a better time if you're listening to this podcast and this has made sense to you it's never been a better time to know your mind mm-hmm. because of all the clever ways that it can hide now and all of the ways that we can become distracted we're more distracted than ever before yeah, because we, we have, have more reason to be we have more opportunity to to let the ego run rampant and have all these avenues of expression and and that's through the egoic sense of that that the ego, I mean, God, the ego, n- no more in history could it be more excited than to live in 2022 where you're like, wait, I can have Twitter, TikTok, yeah. <laughs> YouTube, uh, like, oh my God. And I'm, and I, and I be yeah. the first to admit that I, I am that I, I have, you know, like I go to Twitter when I just want to have a thought that I want to be heard. And it's yeah. usually just some pithy bullshit, but there's just this, this place, like you said, to, to, to just be abundantly expressive. Yeah. And so I guess, it it kind of it kind of contrasts what I said where I wish people were more expressive. I guess more expressive creatively and less expressive knee jerk spewing of of thoughts. We just need to let people into the full process mm-hmm. and call it out. Right, right, right. You know, we can continue to play in the illusion. Like I'm playing in the illusion. You know, as you pointed out, like I I still care how I look. Sure. You know, you look good. Thanks. <laughs> but I, you know, I care about the assembly of and what I'm putting out there and all that. And at the same time, it's not about not doing that when you discover that there's something else. It's just bringing the something else as the root. Right. In right. this case, the root is nothing that exists that I can find will last. I, I invite that into playing along with materialism. Comes the invitation. <laughs> I invite you folks, if you will, please. <laughs> that yeah, I just can't help but associate that with like the spiritual community where you like. And I'm saying spiritual and like the bad side of it, the annoying <laughs> posturing kind of oh, side. We're like, yeah. and then now I invite you, right? You close your right. eyes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think I had the rebranding of invite. When uh, we started joking around about like we got we got fired, Lacey and I got fired from the center in Malibu because mm-hmm. we we were going to start our own place and they just 
they they uh, they fired us rather than letting some seamless transition into the next thing. Sure. And we called it, they invited us to not work here anymore. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started going like, oh, this inviting thing is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is in, you know, really when you think about it, I guess because I just can't help but think of the invite you to close your eyes. But yeah, it's just like, and I invite you, it's a beautiful way to to leave the door open and say like, you can turn down invitations right. even though you've been asked to come. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I, this is a good segue into an invitation that I got on Friday. Uh-huh. Literal one. Like literal a, We'd one. like you to join. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. close your eyes. <laughs> We'd like you to come to a place like traditionally invitations are made in an envelope. <laughs> oh, that laugh just got me lightheaded. <laughs> um, so our friend Marley had just come over, listener of the show, Misty Sydney. Yeah. Hi, Marley. And she had arrived for an overnight and we were going to hit the town and and marley sorry sorry yeah we invited marley she, she arrived we hit the town was this fucking great gatsby <laughs> we did the charleston until long into the evening <laughs> oh my god we doffed our caps which was fashion at the time that didn't make any sense <laughs> i don't know how to talk old timey uh, Okay, so Marley came over. Uh, Shout out Marley. You hit the town. Well, what does Mar- that look Marley, like? What does it look like hit, hitting the town? Were, well, you at, were you at Duchess the other night? Yes. You didn't come out and say hello? I didn't see you. She informed me that you walked by. I don't even know what was going I think I might have been in the bathroom even. Because okay. I, I definitely would have come out. You better have been in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so she arrived and she knows... She knows, the, she knows the deal. She knows the magic <laughs> of my life. And she, she follows the show also. So even when we don't hang out, which can go for months because mm-hmm. she lives far enough away, I think she keeps up with us through Mystical Cynical sure. a lot of the time. So she's just arrived and I'm like, hey, I want to get take Billy for a walk. So she joins me. She's like, perfect. I get to see the town. Let's mm-hmm. walk around. And I've been telling her that my life's been like a pop-up book. Like I walk out and like somebody pops out of a house, another person yep. out of a window, and then a car drives up, and then, <laughs> and then hey, big tip. <laughs> <laughs> so first, just straight out of the driveway, Billy goes onto the grass of the next door place, and I just ask her one question. I'm like, "So how's your heart? What are you a fucking cardiologist?" <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she doesn't even get a chance to answer because Billy's kind of heading in a direction on that grass, and and it's our neighbor Sue. Uh And Sue is this woman who lives next door to us who has not a listener of the show, as far as we know. (laughs) No, no. And I've seen Sue for the last couple years during the pandemic, especially, and kind of like done a lot of waving. At other times, we've had a little more of a conversation more Mm -hmm. in the last like few months, Mm -hmm. like. Little more engaged, a little more of shorthand conversation if passing, usually walking our dogs. Yep. And her dogs, she's been a little standoffish at first. Like one of her dogs is old mm-hmm. and she has a smaller dog and like a and I guess this is a lab. So um the black one is a lab. She's on her grass there as I'm walking with Marley and Billy's heading in that direction and we haven't historically gotten the dogs together, especially off leash. Yep. And Billy's off leash. Billy starts to head in that direction. I'm like, no, you know, and I'm, I don't like being loud on the street. I don't mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, it's just not cool. To, <laughs> yeah, you want to be, like, <laughs> yeah, or just, yeah. <laughs> oh, got her head perked up there. <laughs> she looked up. <laughs> Billy's laying next to Darren was having a nap. Anyway, so Billy starts to head over that direction. I'm like, no, stay, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Sue goes, like, no, it's, she's like, it won't bother us if she comes up. Mm. And the black lab, who's named Tisa, sees me, and there's about 30 feet 
separating us. Does this straight line, and we we don't have a previously existing relationship, mm-hmm. me and this dog. If anything, it's been a little more standoffish. It just walks straight across the grass to me, mm-hmm. and I go down to its level as it approaches, and it just digs itself into me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's constantly just like nudging in me, nudging yeah. in me. I have goosebumps. <laughs> um, and Sue says, and she says something, and I'm about to say it, but the first time it kind of like, it was so, um, what did she just say? No, she didn't just say that. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm actually putting her down today. God. Um, later this afternoon. And I was thinking about doing it, you know, in the grass here because this is one of her favorite spots. And I go, wait, wait, Sue, did you just say you're, you mean today Tisa's passing away? And she goes, yeah, she's just walking in circles and, she can't see, she can't hear that well. She's limping around a little bit. And she's just, I don't think that there's joy in her life. She's 15. Mm-hmm. And I'm just losing it because she just said that the dog can't walk and it's walked across the grass to me. Yeah. And it was like, and I knew what it was saying. And it was saying like, you know, that you're, you're somebody who knows what this is all about. You, And it chose me or whatever in that mm-hmm. moment. And she said, and this is so not hurt. She's like, listen, I don't do this. I'm not somebody that reaches out. And I didn't have any plans in doing this. But if you'd like to come, you know. And I said, what time? Mm-hmm. And I just like, our plans, whatever they were, like are gone now in my mind. And I'm like, this is the most important thing that I can do with my day is be there. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that I have an interest in death. But I mean, also just being there. And offering something without needing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm in, I'm a suitable candidate for that. So she says at 530, she said six, you know, there's somebody who's coming here. And, and I'm like, I will be here. And you can change your mind. If if for any reason between now and then it doesn't feel right. I invite you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and Marley's just like, what the fuck? This is five <laughs> minutes. We just left the house. And yeah. been, from the moment I was invited... There's a part of me that didn't even leave the grass. Sure. It's just like walking around with this. And the next day, I'm going to go be with my dad. Yeah. Who's just come back from this position. And I'm just like, wow, this, you know, this level of activity that yeah. I'm involved in is just so interesting. So eating in town with the girls and they go have some drinks at another restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walk up and it's, I'm there by myself. No one's there yet in the grass there. And, um, you know, we know another neighbor there, Libby Mm -hmm. and Libby's a younger girl, um, somewhere in our age range, Mm -hmm. uh, who's, uh, who's uh, clairvoyant Mm -hmm. and just a very nice person and a very down to earth person. And, um, I see her and we connect and then Sue sees me and she goes, she goes, Oh yeah, she's not here yet. Oh, Oh, you're here to see somebody else. I was like, no, 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 Sue. I'm, (laughs) I'm here for this. Yeah. i just saw her and I'm saying hello. And I'm kind of wanting to invite Libby, you know, but of course I would never. For sure. But, but yeah. it's just like. What's the etiquette on inviting someone to watch a dog get put down? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm just like, I, you know, she's, I really believe in Libby. I, I really think that she's like uh, authentic. Yes, you know? she's good people for yeah, sure. She's a good person. And, and I think that she would add something. And she goes, and I tell her that I got invited to this. And she goes, oh, I'm so happy you're going to be there. And and I was like, oh, are you going? And she goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. So now, like, what do you wear to one of these things? <laughs> I couldn't fucking pick out the right outfit. 
<laughs> so, so we go back outside, and then one of her other Sue's other friends comes, and we're laying in this. It's like the sun is out. It's preparing to be dusk, but it's not there yet. It's uh, this scene on the grass with a mattress. And the other dog is named Honey, the little dog. Mm -hmm. And it's staying back, and it's more like Sue. And Sue kind of describes herself as being a little more standoffish and not somebody who, you know... Oh, uh, definitely, expressive. Yeah. yeah. Which, sorry, just to not... This is, I'm not going to make this about me at all, but yeah. I'm just... As you're talking about Libby and, and Sue... I recognize the the uh, the reflector quality in me of when yeah. I meet somebody who's very open and, and engaging. I am very open and engaging, obviously, with the reflecting. Right. And Sue, I get that vibe from where, you know, a very distant wave, yes. but never get the feeling that, like, I'm going to walk up and we're going to have a, a talk. And I recognize that in so many of the people that I work with, that quality, that it's less strange or less like it's, it's something I know I, I could work with or something, sure. you know, or maybe even flush some things out of. But in this case, it's really just to be present <clears throat> and... And uh, the, I guess the vet is on their way. Mm -hmm. And so we're all assembled in this circle. And, and there comes a point where she gets a text message from the vet saying, I'm on my way. And Tisa knows. She knows that the car is on its way. And she intuitively gets up and she's like, this is time for my last walk. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm there. I might have, I might have, that's might have, I might have seen that last walk. Yeah. Yeah. I was there on the grass, but I was tucked back. But yeah, but yeah, we were, it was around, uh, f yeah, it was 530 on Friday. And so I'm there and Sue wants me to take photos. Mm -hmm. It's not something that she would have ever had earlier in the day when I got the invite, I got to take the picture of her just in case. And she would have never had a picture of her and the two dogs. I know. I think day. about people that don't don't have the confidence or the, the the comfort of getting photos taken of them or having photos yeah. like you know you and i especially oh yeah do we document shit and and for posterity and for remembrance and we try to be good at it yeah totally and it's i think it's so valuable and and i yeah it, make, it does make me sad when i think about like just you oh. know, people who just don't have records of their life all this almost didn't happen all right you know, like describing it in the way that I did. How easily, if I would have said, no, 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 come on, Billy. And this yeah, is yeah, my yes. time. And you know what? It's Friday and I've been in sessions all week. Yeah, and I've got to put out two podcasts. Party. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I could, I've been I'm practicing. sorry, I'm hitting the town too. <laughs> yeah. My friend has just arrived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I could have missed it that easily. Yeah. And I explained that to Marley afterwards. It's like, how easy I could have justified, you know, that practice of like, man, I got to make this walk with just about me in the walk and yep. not get into a conversation. Yeah, totally. I almost fucking missed it. And then I'm there and I'm at this integral, I'm, I'm this connector in this situation. Yes. And that's what ends up happening. I'm holding like, okay, so she does the last walk and I video it for her, mm. you know, and it's so still, it's just so still and such a beautiful scenario of these people who don't know each other. Who are all assembled in regard mm -hmm. and compassion and not trying to make it about themselves. And these are everyday people, these few people who are there besides Libby. But this energy that's around, I'm going, this is, I want to give this exactly the way that I would want to have it mm -hmm. done. And that's what's happening. Well, I'll make sure when I, we put you down in the front yard here, <laughs> we'll make sure it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I end up holding Tisa's paws mm -hmm. and I'm watching the subtleties as the injections are going in and we're all there and there's about a five minute window from the first shot to the second. And, and when that happens and it's administered, the dog kind of ends up rendered like pretty lifeless, mm -hmm. you know, for those five minutes, it's not gone though. It's still warm mm -hmm. in that window. 
there's an acceptance in this crowd. And so they're kind of talking a little bit, but I'm like, I know about this critical moment, at least within Tibetan Buddhism, to just be so present Mm -hmm. at this moment could, you know, to not make small talk and everybody's doing what they need to do. But I'm like, I'm going to be the one that's just here. And I'm chanting. The Omani Padme home, which is chanted at people's deaths in Tibet, which is just the prayer of compassion. And I can feel the pulse in the paw. And I'm, I don't even know if I was supposed to, or if that would have been a designated the feature of this ever, but <laughs> right. I'm happening to hold the paw and feel the pulse and feel it going and being there at this beautiful moment that for this dog and for this woman, even though some things will be hard to uh, not continue to write a chapter in yeah, to have the karma, to have that kind of assembly around you at that moment to offer something. And here's the thing. They're all strangers. Yeah. Like our families. I don't even know if our families could do a moment like that in their current state that well mm-hmm. and hear a bunch of strangers who just have regard for life and see how precious this is can create this moment. If it can say that about strangers it shows and highlights the work that we still have within our own families. Yeah, well, most certainly, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm often more comfortable around strangers than around my family. <laughs> yeah, and there's a certain, there, that's, there's a lot of truth to that too where we can really be ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And in this case, being ourselves in this moment was being there for Sue and her dog. And right at the moment when the injection came, Honey, the tiny dog, came from hiding behind Mom and walked in a loop around us and went right up to Tisa and licked the nose. Oh, jeez. Licked the nose three times and just like knew. Yeah. Just knew and was brokenhearted, but was like, we're going to go on. And, 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 and Sue's like saying, just you and I now, honey. Oh. Just you and I. You know, within that, I say that um, I know it can hit and, and hurt in a certain way, but she's saying it from this place of, true acceptance just radical acceptance yeah and i could tell the difference she was just not saying like i'm a victim she was Mm -hmm. just saying here's a matter of fact yeah and it was so beautiful to be there and and then you know i walk um sue as they're they're carrying tisa out you know i walk and i've just been chanting quietly i'm doing it so quiet under my breath because i don't want to impose my thing on Mm -hmm. this moment you know and I could have easily been like, you know, I've done. Hari Krishna over there dancing. <laughs> yeah, I could have easily done that. And uh, and and I have presided over a funeral. Yeah, and married lots of people. I'm, I could have easily gone, yeah, gone yeah, with yeah. my resume. I don't need that in this moment. My resume is my compassion. Yeah, my resume is not making this about me. And so I'm I'm doing this thing that I've heard is very very uh, virtuous to do at death, and it's something that I happen to have done the research on at least in my own life to see what it can yield. And so I'm doing that, but not imposing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping it really soft this whole time. And so we're, they're walking Tisa out, and and I'm walking with Sue um, with my arm around her. And this is the interesting part. I thought of you where Tisa's been loaded into the truck. The woman who's just administered mm. the death is now hugging the dog's partner, owner. I, I don't even call it owner in this yeah. moment because it's like, you know, we're obviously seeing that no one owns anything right? in right. this moment. They hug. I take this picture of them hugging. And then Suk is like, so what's the next stage? She goes, and she's kind of like puts her hand in her head, the, the, the doctor, and she's like, well... 
she is going to immediately go in a freezer and she'll either be taken out of there for cremation tomorrow or in a few days Mm -hmm. because of the holiday. Oh yeah. And you're just hearing about the mechanics of what goes on here and, and, and Sue is there for it. She's paying attention and it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful to watch her. And then, so we're walking away and I have my arm around Sue again and I take a risk. Kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I am trying so hard to not make jokes throughout this completely like compassionate story. No, you have I'm, to, I'm man. That's job. why I'm bringing it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, it's great. It's great. Take a risk. And that's, yeah. So uh, now just picture us walking softly away from the truck with my arm around her. And she's a lot shorter than me. And I said, I don't know what you believe, but Tisa's everywhere now. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah. And I go, yeah, she's like, she's on demand. Hmm. You know, anytime you want access, she's just readily available, you know? And she goes, yeah. And it was this nice moment of just being able to get that. And then I, I walk her over to the assembled cast of now we're bonded for life. Mm-hmm. Getting like tattoos these, and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I say, uh, I felt like I was like ending a movie with a cool line. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I love seeing windows of opportunity to be able to do that, to turn some moment into Oh, I art. know all about closers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially in an uncomfortable situation. Where <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to bring the heat here. Oh, and oh like, yeah. You're going to love this. So it's as quiet as can be between us. And we've just witnessed our own eventuality. Yeah. The truth of it right there. We've all just tasted the truth. Yes. And so I'm looking around at these, my neighbors, our neighbors. Yeah. I, I'm like, well, when I see you, it'll be different. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I just yeah, away. that's good. That's so good. <laughs> so it's the same. You didn't have to give like a flowery 20 minute thing and yeah, yeah read a prayer or something like that. That's awesome. I just want to yeah. share one thing about yeah. Sue. The one interaction that I've had with Sue is early on when I moved here, I had a, um, a plant and I didn't, I, I didn't know about the plant. So I didn't know whether, you know, what sort of state it should be in. I just was kind of unsure. And I, I was convinced that it was dead and uh-huh. talk, you know, very oh, much in a similar wow. moment where I walk it out. We have a very large industrial dumpster in our yard yeah. where things go that you don't want them to be around anymore. Yeah. And I lift up the thing and I'm just about to throw the plant in and Sue's walking by. And she's like, you're not throwing that away, are you? What? And I go, yeah, it's dead. And she's like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, okay. You, she's like, I'll take it. And I go, okay. And I gave it off to her. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that good? Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to dissect it as to say what it means. Right. But no, it's but funny that's, that that's the interaction. It's, it's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day I'm going to see my dad for this momentous like overnight with him. And it's just he and I in uh, this unobstructed space, yep. no kids, no, you know, and just he's a six, in this, just a sixer in the, in the, in the ball game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like the tenderest he's ever been. Yeah. My dad is just, there's no separation from, he's just always vulnerable. Yes. Tenderized father is a totally good, totally yeah. tenderized father. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like wanting to make this event something special. And so I want to grab some, I want to do bagels and locks for him. Nice. Right. So I ran down the street, I park at Chevron so I could go across the street, get some bagels. Oh, I thought you're going to get the bagels and locks <laughs> at the Chevron. <laughs> I ran out of the gas station, grabbed some locks and bagels. Oh my God, that would be I terrible. only get 15 on pump four and a, and a half pound of locks. Uh, no. And so I Where go, do you keep the capers around here. <laughs> I end up being able to get the locks and the bagels in the same place Sweet. across the street. So, so when that finishes, I'm feeling accomplished and I'm walking back across the street to my car. I run into Sue and then we kind of touched, we touched into, she said something like, uh, well, it's going to be a really 
different first walk mm. tomorrow. And she had said that the day before. And so here I am at just the perfect moment, like everything that morning orchestrated just so I can run just dead into her. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, whoops. Actually, yeah, dead into her. We're face to face and we can't even, oh, it's, it's like we can't even believe it. It's on a street corner, you know? Yeah. Busy street corner during Memorial Day. And here we are, and we've just shared this experience, and I'm seeing her on this walk mm -hmm. with Honey. I can't even believe it that I get to see you on this day taking this momentous walk. And she just said, thank you so much. She's smiling. Mm -hmm. She looked at peace. She did not look like she was faking it. Yeah. She, she, she looked lighter. Yes. And I was like, there's a way to do this, man. Yeah. There's a way to do death. There's a way to do this whole thing. And it's, it can be illustrated in everyday people. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take any special qualifications other than just kind of dropping your shit. Yep. And really being there for somebody, but it can be pulled off. And, and here I get to see this before heading to go see my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, as I took this as like such an omen, you know, because it's so wrapped up in the recent time with my dad on the oh, machine yeah. and all Death this is in stuff. the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can smell it. If Big, <laughs> if big Tint wasn't uh, already a great title then. <laughs> so, yeah, going to see my dad, just one of the things that I was just struck with him, he just goes right into The Godfather. Uh -huh. He wants to watch it. He's at, this is an appointment that he and I have had for like a year. Yes, and he's just like not wasting any time. We're I invite you to it. sit down and shut the fuck up and watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're just talking the whole time about what we see. If yeah. we see a great shot, yeah, it's just full on attention. And and uh, I realized in the story, I was like, oh my god, my life is kind of like the Godfather. Probably why he wanted you to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like he's being he's counsels all these people even at his daughter's wedding yeah. which is the opening of the movie the day of my yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly he's like seeing people yeah you know and i was like god that could totally happen to me yeah. you know you know but it's these little things of just people getting uh validations or protection you know they mm -hmm. go to see for protection or yeah, whatever you know father. <laughs> and uh i want to serve the moment Mm -hmm. So there's food that my dad would like to eat that I don't like to eat. Yep. And that would be a sausage and mushroom pizza from this, this, this place he's been taking me to since I was a kid. Yep. So we get the bad pizza mm -hmm. and I eat the fucking pizza. Yes. You know, and we hang out, we have all these discussions and one of them is just my dad going, I miss you. Yeah. He's not doing it with guilt. He's just letting me know. I miss you. And, Beautiful. and, and he's like, He's like, God, and he's just humbled by what's gone on with him. Mm -hmm. And he's humbled with the state of his body, which he's doing great, you know, uh, from where he was, yeah. where I was mourning his death to now. I yes. mean, the guy's like moving around the house really well and kind of the next day, we just have such a good time. And I'm just, I realize how serving both with Sue, which is the thing that also Lacey could not, she was invited also and she couldn't go. Yeah. To willingly sign up to watch one of the, for Lacey, is like the greatest tragedies in her mind is a dog dying because of the language barrier between us and that they can't share their experience. Right, right. And yeah. so that part would be a disqualifier for wanting to show up to something like that, sure. you know. But uh, for me, that's out of the way. And for me, it's like this incredible honor. Of course, it's going to be an honor for me. I'm the guy who the, it was an honor for the bees to... Hang out the erratic. Yeah, like Ace Ventura of death over. <laughs> but all this shit is happening, and it's so it 
and it's all happening in one weekend. And, and, uh, you know, the next day I don't want to leave. I'm like, kind of like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. It's like my whole life I've been fighting for, uh, his attention or to make him proud or to, to individuate and I've been fighting, you know, and now he's humbled. I'm humbled. And so when we're together, it's, it's just loving appreciation. And I, I love serving him. Yeah. I love like making him scrambled eggs and all this shit. None of it's work. Mm-hmm. And he felt that as a love letter. I think he felt it. And he expressed that to me, how perfect it was, you know, the care. And, you know, we've talked about this for a long time throughout the span of this show, this relationship mm-hmm. and for it to, to be current. Right. Right. To be current in this way. To find you should have put him down after that because he would have the perfect <laughs> moment. To... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and I even like give him, like I give him a bath. He took care of it on his own mostly, but you know, all of a sudden there you are. And it's like you and your dad naked, like your dad's Beautiful. naked, you and your dad naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take oh, him yeah, off too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I run this bath, gets a little warm here. I'm going to take my pants off. You know, and it was just as easy as can be. It's yeah. Not, it's just love. Right. And so amazing. So I'm having these conflicting feelings about leaving him and coming back to all the have tos. And I'm debating staying and, you know, I'm starting I, a podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I did bring the gear, but thankfully I have enough discretion these days to go like, no, this is pure on its own. Good. It doesn't yeah. need all this shit. Cool. You know? So I'm thinking about like the worry that I have. And I go, wait a minute. In this story, my dad two weeks ago, just got off the machine and then they he did so well off the machine in such a short amount of time that they put him through rehab that was could have taken weeks and it in a day he's running circles around him this is the guy who got released within three days and 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 has fought his way back from the grave Mm -hmm. so i can chill on my praying for the worst possible outcome aka worry yep i can chill on that and see this as the same guy who's been fighting himself back since the machine and has been there for himself and is doing the work and is strong. And I can see him in that way and feel okay about, about walking away from this and uh, other people check on him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause my mom was out of town. So that's, that, yes. that's the deal. So anyway, lots of incredible life lessons. Yeah, man. That's uh, um, I'm really, really happy that you're that you had a positive experience with your dad and, and that, um, it was centered around the things that he enjoys and that I think that that's kind of the, you know, like, what's the dog's name again? Tish, Tisha. Tisa. Tisa. It's a double E. Oh, nice. Yeah. Tisa getting to go for her last walk and not yeah. to say this is your last, your dad's last pizza or anything, but just in that, you know, in kind of the golden years of your life, like why not have the things that you enjoy? I couldn't yeah. imagine burdening stresses where you're like, I'm, I'm almost fucking out of here. Like right. get off my back, like <laughs> leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. So yeah, that's really, really great. I'm so happy to hear that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, Love exists in the world in ways that we haven't operated from. There we go. Nailed it. Well, this hour flew by. It um, did. I hope you all enjoyed it. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you for holding space for us. And next, we invite you to continue <laughs> to hold space for us down the line. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye.